fertilization the right limits because if they're not, that could be why I'm not I'm not being able to carry a baby. So I, you know, I, to be honest, I get things sent to me an awful lot and I didn't really know what this was. And so I kind of just like threw it under my sink. I was like, I don't want to pee on another stick. Well, did you pee on another stick? Yeah. So after I realized what I just threw under my sink, I was like, good God, this could be like the one thing to help me get pregnant. So I actually had a phone call with her and then became super excited for what she calls like the luteal phase. I mean, I guess not just her. Um, it's a very romantic term. Essentially, if I remember correctly, it's 10 days after ovulation, you should have progesterone building in your body enough that it could be detected on her proof tests. And if you don't, then you know that that's the issue as to why you're not able to conceive or not so much conceive, but hold a baby in your uterus. Well, and because, I mean, this is important because we've been pregnant. Well, you've been more pregnant than I have, but we've yeah. been pregnant for, for four di- four times and we have one baby. Yeah. So it was very eye-opening to me. So anyways, yes, I peed on the sticks. And what are the results? <laughs> so the first day it was negative, but Amy was like, oh, you know, don't let that discourage you. Just try again tomorrow. So I did. I tried again the next day and it was positive. Then the third day I forgot to like my first pee. I just like was so tired <laughs> and I forgot to pee on the stick, but, and you have to do your first morning's pee. So anyway, third day. And so all of that essentially means that it's kind of like, but you do have progesterone. That's what it's saying. Yeah. But it might not be at the level that is needed to really support your uterus into creating that cushy, cushiony type. Uh, environment for a, a fertilized egg to be I able to she, implant. I think she said squishy. What'd I say? Cushy. Cushy? cushy. Whatever. Squishy, cushy. <laughs> yeah. The good thing about this is that A, we're seeing a fertility specialist tomorrow. So I can take this information and be like, hey, listen, these tests are over 99% accurate. And it seems like maybe I don't have enough progesterone. Can we just check my blood? At least I'm not like coming out of left field asking for that. But also, if that is the problem if that is like my only problem that's the easiest fix Doug yeah I mean we can get a simple medication for that yeah and it's way less than IVF which I mean I don't know like I I really I think we've but we're both in agreement that we want multiple babies I mean obviously we've talked about this since day one you want way more than I do but no I don't Doug if if it came to down to it though I would fully fully be supportive of IVF I really want four kids and to adopt two and you've always said that you're on board until recently no I I've always said that it's not out of the question I've never said that I'm fully on board or I'm not on board. It's never a hard no. I'm just saying, let's get to number four and see where we're at. I really, really want four kids and to adopt two. Six kids are insane. Yeah, but imagine by the time the sixth one rolls around, Henley will be at least nine. And and I will look like I'm 95. but we would have the best life ever. No, we wouldn't. Yes, we would. Imagine all these kids at our Thanksgiving table or at Christmas morning, just all the love in the room. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I don't have like big family. It's it's actually expanding now that I know my father's yeah. side, which if you guys have never heard the story about me finding my father, that is all recorded on this podcast because, oh my gosh, that was intense and so exciting at the same time. I literally have been looking for him for 32 years and did one ancestry thing and came back that I figured out who my father was. 
But anyways, I am obviously not opposed to IVF, which is why we're going to see the fertility specialist. Yeah. And I'm what hoping... Is, what is that process? Oh, my goodness. Do well, they like... Do they... Well, the, I know that they they check your egg reserve. Um, but let's say that IVF is a, our only option. Yeah. And aside from it being god-awfully expensive, they use your own egg, right? They Yeah. Well, they can. there's a lot of different ways you can do it. Like you could buy eggs from someone else. If my eggs aren't good, you could buy sperm if your sperm isn't good. What do they have, like a shopping list? They really do. And you can literally go through the list and be like, I want blonde hair, blue eyes. I want a scholar. I want an athlete. You can literally like handpick the kind of... They don't have like a gas station attendant or anything else? <laughs> no. What I about see- software sales? That's not on there. No one I really. Feel like, I feel like I would be a good match. I don't think so. Your sperm is saving. I'm saving that for me. Well, <laughs> You're not you allowed s- to sell it. You saw how beautiful Henley is. I mean. Yeah. So I'm saving all your sperm for me. But no, but in all seriousness, I would never buy someone else's egg at this point in life. And I wouldn't really want to buy a sperm either. Mm-hmm. I would rather just adopt if it comes down to like one of us being infertile, like truly infertile. Yeah. I would just, I think I would just prefer to adopt because there are, there are so many kids who need a loving home. We definitely want to adopt. Maybe. Why, what do you mean? Are you being serious? Yeah. I definitely want to adopt. I, I hear you. I, and I've always heard you. I'm just saying, let's, you know, we'll, we'll approach it when it gets here. Yeah. But don't string me along. I'm not stringing you along. I just think that you're planning very far in the future. Well, I always, that's always been my goal. Like I was a foster parent and I just, and I almost was a foster child along with my siblings. Mm -hmm. And I just know that there are good kids. Like my, me and my siblings, we were not bad kids, but we would have been in the foster care system. And I would have loved for someone to care enough to foster us and hopefully adopt us and love us. And I want to do that for another child. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see when we get there. I really hope that you're pulling my leg right now because I really genuinely do want to adopt Doug. I'm not saying no, but I'm I'm not saying yes right now. Why? <laughs> what do you mean why? Because it's just weird. Like I feel like in the beginning of our relationship, you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now all of a sudden you're like, not, no, not yes. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd definitely be open to the idea. But after having Henley, it's completely changed my perspective on loving a child and I'm sure that I would love if we had to adopt I'm sure I would love that kid just as much but I like the idea of growing our family first and growing us and growing together and if we have to or if we can afford to or if the timing is right if there's a situation that happens you know I'm I'm happy to open up the idea to adopt but I want to start, I want to build our family first. I hear what you're saying, but I hear the adoption also, it takes a long time to go through the process and I just really want our family to grow. You know, that's, that's why we're going to the fertility specialist tomorrow. I guess we can just stop this conversation, but I, (laughs) I hope that you know that I'm very serious about the adoption. Like I really would want to. I've always known that you were very serious about the adoption thing. I'm just thinking you know i mean by the time four kids come around i mean that's that's me at like 50 55 i'm not going to have the energy to put into another kid don't say that yes you will i mean i i could i could force it but and also i'm just saying just as of right now let's you know we we have a lot to go through on our own first i know but also i don't necessarily want to adopt a baby i kind of want to adopt an older child 
because everybody wants the babies, but no one <laughs> wants the older kids. But anyways, so my plan for today was that we're going to play a real fun game because I feel like our conversations on this podcast are inevitably like really, I mean, they're really important conversations. It's about like infertility and finding my father and, you know, drug addiction and issues with neglect with my mother. Interesting that it's mostly my life, Doug. You're never, you're not really an open book. No, and until we have my parents on. Yeah, and then you open up a bit, but it's like I want to. I'm curious. I'm a bedwetter. For that's those, where I opened up. that's it. Okay, Iris. <laughs> if anyone's watching Married at First Sight, yeah, right what a, now. What a horrible, horrible secret to tell. Well, nice try to change the conversation. I'm just, I'm using that example to say that, like, you're, you don't share anything on our podcast about you. I share everything about me. I know. People are way more interested in you. I don't think so. If, for those of you guys listening, if you have any question for Doug that you that you want to know about him. We had that episode. Well, we did have that episode. But if you have any more questions, that's we actually had two true. episodes. That's true. We did have two episodes where you got to ask him anything and he answered. But All of them. I think that maybe I should get to. I think that's what we're going to do. I'm going to mm. ask you questions and you have to answer me. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> maybe. Yeah, that's going to happen. When we run out of topics. For those of you listening, if you want me to be able to ask Doug anything and he must answer, <laughs> let us know. To me, I think that sounds like a great idea. But for this week, we really want to just play a real fun game and, you know, just kind of let loose. And so I had our podcast assistant, Rachel. She helps us like edit this and and organize like the interviews we have with our guests and so for this week, we don't have a guest. And so I said, what could we do that's just really, really fun? And she made a this or that list. And I just looked at it right now. <laughs> and these questions are bonkers. <laughs> it starts off with like kind of like normal questions like beach vacation or mountain vacation. You read them already? I only I, some of them. I just I like thought glanced we were gonna, at it. I thought we were going to just wait. We all, I don't have like anything prepared. I just glanced at the sheet as I was prepping for us to get on the mics and Oh my God, some of these questions are, I don't even know where she got these questions, but they're going to be really, really, really funny to listen to. And also, Doug, you have to answer them, honestly, everything I honestly. I will. I'm an open book and I wear my heart on my sleeve, but you are a bit more reserved, so. Because I have really long sleeves. Yeah, so you don't wear your heart on your sleeve? No. No? Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. But anyways, yeah. So are you ready for this or that? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Do we have any game show music? I don't think so. But for I, this or that? Or if we had like a orchestra or this or that. Oh, I just like that. Can you do it again, Doug? No, not that part. That sounds creepy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're breathing on me. Or like a window and oh. drawing a smiley face in the fog on the window. <laughs> this uh, or that. that. Okay, here we go. Are you looking for someone to share their deepest, darkest secrets on keeping their marriage spicy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you like, please dish on how to be a cool parent? Because yeah, I don't know. Please tell me. Well, Jamie Yotis and Doug Hayner have got all you hubbies and wifeys and mommies and daddies covered. Yep, that's us. Because each week, we're finding a guest who will spill all their dirty secrets. Oh, yeah. Because we all want to keep our marriages hot and our parenting cool. Here's the show. It's this or that, and you have to choose one or the other, and you have to be serious about it, okay? Mm -hmm. So we'll start off with the first one, which is, do, would you prefer a beach vacation or a mountains vacation? 100% a beach vacation. Same, 100%. Yeah, do you that's prefer? Silly. It's kind of silly, yeah. Do you prefer summer or winter? Summer. 
same 100% summer love the sun okay this one's a little different do you prefer to save or to spend yeah Doug wow I prefer to spend yeah I know you do I I was wondering if you're going to answer that honestly yeah I definitely prefer to save I am the saver in our relationship I we would have zero bank account (laughs) not that we have much of a bank account but we would have zero bank account if Doug had I mean it would and and mind you it wouldn't be like a portion our driveway because we couldn't afford that anyways it would literally be everything off the clearance rack at like Bed Bath and Beyond or Walmart yeah (laughs) or or as seen on TV oh yeah but I can't tell you how many pillows we have that were quote-unquote on sale at Bed Bath and Beyond and he just had to try a new pillow there were two miracle pillows in my neck thanks me for it no you don't even use them and then also the my pillow i mean that's because you steal them we have every single kind of pillow you can imagine so if you need to try a new pillow come over and sleep on one of our beds (laughs) (laughs) okay youtube or cable tv wow see i get lost in youtube sometimes like i could literally watch and and i i love going back to see my history i think on youtube my most recent history was penn and teller's magic show so what the heck is that? It's uh, it's called Fool Us. So they have magicians on and if they can fool Penn and Teller on their magic trick, um, then they get a spot on their Vegas show. Um, I like watching the fail compilations, uh, bullies getting beat up. What? And then some video game YouTube videos, a ton of kid videos. What, Doug? And um, oh, what else is there? Uh, Do you genuinely watch magic shows and bullies getting beaten up no that's what i'm saying you can you can so easily get into a rabbit hole on youtube and you watch the most random shit or stuff ever and that's the breadth of categories that okay so are you saying your answer is youtube then no i'm saying i i would probably i prefer cable but i probably spend more time no cable You just spent 10 minutes saying YouTube and now you're saying cable. You know what's really funny is I know that people are saying that cable's kind of going away, but honestly, I kind of like cable too. Like I love sitting down on the couch and live tweeting with my favorite show, which is usually Married at First Sight Unfiltered. I think the the cable service is what's going away because you can stream everything. Yeah, but live TV is still nice. Like knowing that something doesn't come out until a certain time. But it's like, it is kind of going away. Like, unless it's the most popular show ever, that's just right. not really making it. Okay, anyways, we're really talking way too much for this. It's supposed to be like a boom, 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 boom. <laughs> okay, are you a morning person or a night person? Night. Same. But I can be a morning person. I mean, I do have to get up for work in the morning. Yeah, but you're a grump in the morning. That's if I don't have coffee. But if I have coffee right away, I'm fine. Yeah, but you don't, I mean, unless I have like coffee literally like in a straw, like fountaining it into your mouth, you're a grump for the first hour. That's a good point. Okay. Love or money? Love. Same. Definitely love. I could, I could honestly live without money. I don't even care about money. That'd be weird if you said money because that's the total opposite of me. Yeah. Thank God we have that in common, but (laughs) I'm a saver and you're a spender. So it's okay to have opposites. Yeah. But so far we're actually done. Come to think of it. We've said everything the same. Like I'm a night person. You're a night person. I'm a love person. You're a love person. We both love summer. We both love love the beach vacations. Mm -hmm. We both like cable TV. <laughs> we have We're so much in common. Really getting deep here. Yeah. This Did is... you tell the experts that? <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So if you had to wear the same uniform every single day for the rest of your life, or never be able to wear the same outfit twice, 
which would you choose? Uniform, 100%. Would I be allowed to clean it? Of course. You can ch- you can clean it, but you have to wear the same one every single yeah, day. That's fine. I also agree. And I think that just shows <laughs> how lazy we are. Like I would much rather not have to like pick out a new outfit every single day. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. That's pure lazy, <laughs> pure laziness. But speaking of uniforms, my sister is a nurse, as you know, Doug. I'm very proud of her. As were you. Yeah, I'm a nurse too. And her her birthday is coming up. It's September 25th. And I got her figs scrubs. We are obsessed with these scrubs. You love those things. Yeah, they're so good because they're super soft. They're super comfortable. They're stylish. But most importantly, they're functional. They have pockets, but they're also antimicrobial. And there's not a lot of scrubs out there that are antimicrobial. And there's a lot of microbials roaming around the doctor's offices. I mean, literally, you have no idea. And like, if you're a nurse or if you're in the medical field at all and you get splashed with God knows what secretions, you really (laughs) don't want that. Like just hanging out on your clothes. Miscellaneous fluids. Ew. But (laughs) anyways, they also have lots of pockets, which we really, really love for, you know, literally like pens, notebooks, phones, everything we need to carry, stethoscopes, all that good stuff. And if you guys listening, if you want to get a pair of scrubs that are incredibly comfortable, but also functional, I highly recommend heading to wearfigs.com. You get 15% off if you use the code HMCP on your first order. So yeah, just head to W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com and enter HMCP. You'll get 15% off your first order. And like Doug said, like these are genuinely my sister's and my favorite scrubs. And that would be wearing a uniform every day. Yeah. I would wear scrubs if I had to wear the uniform. If it was fig scrubs, I would wear them every single day. <laughs> Seriously, they're really, truly that comfortable. They have like a yoga waistband. Uh, they're just super comfy, but also stylish. All right, Doug, next one. Got it. Would you prefer to shave every single day for one year or never be able to shave again for one year? Ooh, I would want to shave. You I would? Think. You know why? Because I don't like... Um, I don't like the itchiness that comes with, but I see. I, I, but you're so lazy. You I'm ha- conflicted. You hate shaving. You let your beard grow until it's like, until I'm like, Doug, get over the toilet and shave. I know. And then, but I feel like I look gross when I have shaved, but I, I would like to get like a long beard at some point, but probably what? not. Shave, shave, <laughs> shave. I've never, you never said you want a long beard. You're just lazy. You like Maybe just a mustache. No, that's just creepy. Okay. I'm definitely a shave for sure. Although in the winter I can go a solid week without shaving my legs because no one sees them anyways. But you know what my biggest pet peeve is, is like prickly legs, like long leg hairs in tight jeans. Then you feel the legs, like the hairs like rub up and down on the jeans. (laughs) It is honestly like, that's like nails on chalkboard to me. It's just the grossest feeling like leg hairs and jeans. I don't know. Okay, so Billy razors, these things are awesome. And the only razors that I've used to replace, I mean, I literally have been using the same razor for 10 years because I was like, well, it works. Why change it? But then Billy sent me a razor and I was like, well, I'm obviously going to try it. And no joke, I'm not going back to the old razor. A, it's (laughs) seriously double the cost. B, I have to go to the store to get it. Billy's razors are just delivered to my front door. But see, my old razor would get clogged easily, especially because in the winter, I'll go a whole week without shaving. And so like the hair gets clogged in there. I know that's TMI and kind of gross, but it's true. (laughs) I can't be the only one that doesn't shave every single day and the razors get clogged. Billy's razors, they have like a little space in between their blades so that the shaving cream and the hair can just kind of flow easily through. And there's this known fact that there's a pink tax on women's products 
where like it's like women will just it's just known that women pay a little bit more for things like razors and shaving cream and shampoo and things like that that can't be right it's seriously true and it's really sad but billy's razor does not do that so their razors are literally nine dollars for four refill blades i tell you like i couldn't my old refill blades were like five dollars each plus when you walk down the aisle for razors the 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 pricing is astronomical yeah i mean you can get like a one blade razor for a buck if you want but then your legs all scratched up so anyways the end of the story is is that i genuinely have switched to billy razors they're genuinely awesome and you can go to mybilly.com to get 10 percent off your razor and also fyi shipping is always free so that's m-y-b-i-l-l-i-e.com slash hmcp get 10 percent off your razors I promise you, you won't regret it. If you've ever gone to their website, it is probably the most graphic homepage that I've ever seen. And if this is not a better ad for women to get this razor, I don't know what is. Why? What does the the homepage look like? It is a bunch of women in bikinis with hair coming out of every single body part. Well, that's women. That's us. And FYI, they also proudly share their Allure Best of Beauty awards. Regardless of what their ads are and whatnot, I genuinely love the razor. Okay, therapy every single week for the rest of your life or never being able to talk to a therapist again for the rest of your life? Never being able to talk to a therapist again for the rest of your life. That's what you choose? Yeah. What? Yeah, because I I think it encourages... It encourages self-improvement and it encourages dialogue between you and your partner. Yeah, but a therapist helps facilitate dialogue between you and your partner. I would, I 100% disagree. I think therapy every single week for the rest of my life would be way better than never being able to see a therapist again. Yeah, well, I mean, you do make a good point because any athlete that's out there, they practice, practice to stay in shape. They have a physical fitness coach that they use to stay in shape you would think that they would have something available to work and uh, to work on your emotional shape. Well, they do. I downloaded this app called Relish. Doug, have you heard me talk about it before? Essentially, it's the very first ever personal trainer for relationships. And Doug isn't using it, but I'm using it. So you don't have to have your partner use it with you. But the great thing about it is that even your, if you do want your partner to use it with you, that's awesome. You guys can do it together. But if not, there is a coach and a trainer just for you who checks in with you via text every single week. They have weekly lesson plans and it's just a really great maintenance tool to keep your relationship fresh or to make your relationship stronger and healthier. Well, I think it just helps to remind you to always think about what you can do to make a difference in yourself and in your relationship. It really does. It helps like give you different practices on like ways to be able to communicate or to show affection and love and things like that. So Doug, I feel like you should download the app. And actually right now they're giving uh, our listeners a free seven day trial. All you have to do is go to hellorelish.com slash HMCP. Doug, go there right now. Maybe I will. You need to because I don't want to be the only one working so hard on a relationship. But yeah, you can uh, get seven days free for those of you listening. You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. So try Relish for free today by going to hellorelish.com slash HMCP. That's hello. R-E-L-I-S-H dot com slash H-M-C-P. Are you going to get it, Doug? Yeah. You should because I'm doing it. And I really, it's genuinely really good to help you think about just like outside of the box in your relationship. Mm -hmm. I think it's good for emotional fitness. It's so good for relationship fitness. (laughs) Okay. Back to this or that questions. 
Okay, here are some more in-depth this or that. I said the beginning of this list was very easy peasy, like just normal, but then it gets really, really wonky. I feel like I should ask you now. I think you should too. Here, I'll give you the list. Snap your fingers and be ready for the day or be ready for bed. Definitely snap my fingers and be ready for the day. It takes way longer to get ready for the day than it does to get ready for bed. Lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak. Ooh, that's a tough one. See, I told you they get they get like really intense. I would say lose the ability to read because I always want to be able to speak what's on my mind. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> I always have something to say. Yeah. If I couldn't say it, man. You know Although what? you could write. Yeah, but how would you know what to write? Well, you would know what to write because you know what to write. It doesn't say anything about that. Yeah, like, but then you'd be then you'd be speaking all the thoughts in your head and you wouldn't know where they're coming from. What do you think? I would rather speak. Lose would, your speak? No, I would rather lose the ability to read. I'm totally agreeing with you. Okay. On that. Next one. Um, be in jail for a year or lose a year off your life. Jeez, these are depressing. Definitely jail because at least I can live for another year. I think I would rather lose a year off my life. Are you serious? Yeah, who knows when that's going to be. Why would you want to spend a year in jail when... You when know, you can just die? No, you die a year early. What if you live till 98? Then you'll die at 97. Yeah, but the, you could have a really good 97th year. Who has a really good 97th <laughs> year? Well, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there. I'd love to hear a joyful 97-year-old. There are a lot out there, Doug. I'm sure they are, but I'm just saying you don't know when you're going to die. So that's what I would like to do. I don't know. All right. I definitely would rather be in jail. All right. So... Have all traffic lights you approach be green or never have to stand in line again? Never stand in line. 100% never stand in line. Because if you're in the car at a traffic light, at least you have like a podcast like Hot Marriage Cool Parents listen to. That's right. And you, <laughs> and you get to catch people picking their nose or seeing what they're listening to. But standing in line, I'm like, I just want to keep going. Yeah. That would save so much time if you think about it. Yeah. Um, Go back to age five with everything you know now or know now everything your future self will learn. Ooh, I don't think I want to go back to age five. Five is a weird age, but I also don't want to know everything that I'm going to know in the future right now because I feel like. What's there to look forward to? Yeah, but also like it could be eerily depressing or it could be really, really exciting. Like, like, I don't know, like knowing if Gracie graduates college or becomes a doctor or a lawyer that could be really exciting not really i i, I would, <laughs> not really what i would uh i think i would i don't i think i would go back to five i don't like knowing what's going to happen i like the joy of of letting things unfold that's because you're so well, think chill about and how, relaxed yeah but think about how boring things would be if you knew everything that was going to happen yeah i guess so next question okay be forced to dance every time you heard music or be forced to sing along to any song you heard? That's a funny one. <laughs> What's your answer? Dance, 100%. I'm a way, way better dancer than singer. I don't think I'm a good dancer or singer. That's a problem. I would say you're a better singer than dancer. What? Yeah. You don't. You hate the way I sing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, next question. Yep. Well, it depends if you're in a shower. Be unable to move your body every time it rains or 
not be able to stop moving while the sun is out. Not be able to stop moving while the sun is out. I love the sun and I love moving. Yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah, that's a weird one. That's kind of silly. I'm going to go to the next one. Give up bathing for a month or give up the internet for a month. Ooh, this is the hardest one yet. Ooh. Um, I'll walk around smelly. I like the internet. I would too. <laughs> I don't care. I don't have to smell myself. I'm trying to think. Of, if Have you ever gone a month without taking a bath or shower? No. Have you? I don't think so. I mean, how, you look at me like that is like a like that could be a possibility. Like well, no way. What's, what's the longest that you went without taking a bath or shower? I would say probably maybe a week. Yeah, probably that's pretty same. long though. That's pretty embarrassing to admit out loud, but it's yeah. true. I'm trying to think, we had uh, well, if you're like in when we were in South Africa, we didn't have uh, well, there was running water, but you couldn't drink it. Yeah, but we did bathe in yeah. it. That would be one hell of a shower after a month. Oof. I don't think I could do that. We I should would... try it. No. <laughs> Just for fun. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, be alone for the rest of your life or always be surrounded by annoying people. Ooh, gosh. These are getting really hard. That's one to think about. I think I would rather be around annoying people because I'm not a loner. I, I still like to have company. Yeah, I think so, too. You would rather be alone. You love like, being alone. I like my alone time. I, I tell you what you'd rather have. I, know. <laughs> I like my alone time and I value my downtime and I value the the sanity that my alone time brings. But okay. I would still want to be surrounded by annoying people. I mean, you, you could become surrounded by annoying people now and you just leave. So why? Right. I know. That's exactly <laughs> you, right. You won't be able to leave these people though, Doug. How do I know that I'm not the annoying one? Maybe you are the annoying one. That's what I'm saying. Okay, fine. So I leave at the appropriate time. Ooh, this one's, this one is pretty deep. Accidentally be responsible for the death of a child or accidentally be responsible for the deaths of three adults. Oh my gosh. I think ooh, 100% adults. I'm killing three adults. Yeah, same. Because it's a an child, accident. Yeah. Well, that and a child didn't get a chance to live yet. And those three adults mm -hmm. got to live. It depends on how old the child is. No, it doesn't. Any it does. child I don't want to kill. There's some, there's some really annoying <laughs> asshole kids out there. No. I Even mean, so, though, they deserve a chance at life. And the adults already lived. What if it's three adult family members and one stranger child? Not strange uh, child, stranger child it depends on what family members i'm killing the kid <laughs> no you're not doug you're the worst i'm killing the kid oh my gosh i'm so glad these are just like hypothetical <laughs> <laughs> know when you are going to die or how you are going to die Ooh, i like how better no way no yeah you're right i'd rather know when yeah because then i could at least get as much in as possible you know what's crazy like i don't want to get cheat death I don't want to get like too deep, but to think about like, it's just so weird to talk about death. Like we are going to die one day. I know. It is so crazy. And there's this country singer, no joke, Doug. I'm not even kidding you. I just saw this on Instagram. There is this country singer. Uh, she's not like that famous. I can't even remember her name. It's like Haley or something. Um, but she was like just starting out and she was on a road trip to go down there and literally on her Instagram story talked about how everybody who went to this town in Mexico is dead except from her uncle, including her dad. And 
she just died in a car accident. I mean, I literally, she was alive 19 hours ago. I saw her story. I'm going to look her up because anybody listening might want to know. I'm so this even, is like something recent. This is literally right before we started this podcast. I saw this, this on Us Weekly, their feed. And why, why was she saying about death? She was just like talking in general. So her name's Kylie Ray Harris. She died in, in New Mexico in a three vehicle crash just hours before she shared eerie videos about death. She was only 30 years old. That's crazy. Isn't that so sad? What did, what did they, what did she post? So she posted about, she was just like kind of on a rant and she was crying in it and she was just saying, but it wasn't like bad tears. It was happy tears. Yeah. She was on a rant and crying and saying just that, you know, every time like this, this, there's so many memories of this 12 hour drive to New Mexico because she used to go as a child and you know, now her dad's dead and so are her family members, but her uncle's still there. He's the only one still there. And now she's playing a show there and it just brings back a lot of great memories. And no joke, 24 hours later, she dies in a car crash there. That's crazy. Yeah. But anyways, that question just made me think of that random story. Hmm. That's so sad. Yeah, but she would have, I bet she would have had a totally different Instagram feed that day. Yeah, like if you could know the day that you're going to die. Say goodbye on Instagram. But, but do it on an in-feed video because the, the, the live videos, they only stay up for 24 hours. You mean the stories? The stories. <laughs> Jeez, Douglas. Is that uh, insensitive? That's so sad, though. It's just so sad. I don't know why it's like really breaking my heart for her. Now, I, I, always, I always hear those types of stories, and I always wonder if there was if, – if something – if there was something that happened, like if there was something that just clicked with her, if there was something that sort of hit her as like a vision or something like that, knowing that she was going to die, but not knowing. Okay. No joke. She was saying that on her drive from wherever to New Mexico, one time her dad hit a cow and her dad is gone, right? Her dad is already dead. He died from cancer in 2018. I clearly read the article in depth. Yes, you did. I don't even know who this Kylie girl is, but my heart goes out to her and her family. But anyways, her dad drove them as kids, like she had said, every single year or something like that, and he accidentally hit a cow, and she woke up from the bump, right? Now she's driving to New Mexico, and she sees like three cows passing the road on the road, and she was like, that's so random, I know, but it just brings back memories from when I was a kid with my dad driving down here, and her dad's dead. Mm. It's just like, is that was that a sign from her dad? Like, I think uh, death comes in threes. So maybe it was the three cows that were the sign. I don't think so, Doug. I think that it's more like a sign from her dad. Like, Kylie, I'm coming to get you. But she didn't know. Or maybe no. she had like some weird premonition because why was she crying? Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like, how did... God, it's just so weird to think about. Death is so weird. Like, at, like you just don't, you can't talk to somebody anymore. They're just gone. And you know what else? Not to like get way off our topic of this or that, but the other thing about this that's really, really interesting is that she has a six-year-old daughter and she had written a song about getting to meet her kids' kids. And, and she had an interview saying, you know, that would just be so neat. And the thought of not being able to meet my kids' kids would be devastating. And here she is now gone. Did she have any kids? She had one kid who was six. Hmm. Could you, I mean, I couldn't imagine not being able to meet Henley's kids one day. I know. Well, you wouldn't know the difference. Yeah, I know, but she would. And that would break my heart for her that her mom wouldn't be around. Yeah. So I don't know why I was thinking about that the other day. Really? Well, not, not that in particular, but just like, 
the thought of someone that's like really close just like not being there anymore it's just so weird not yeah not having like not being able to say a thing to that person anymore ever again in your life yeah that's why i i mean that's why we're we're fortunate with the time that we're at to be able to film things to be able to mm-hmm. save videos take videos and as annoying as it is for other family members you you know those memories are that those are things that could last for a really long time and, and we speak from our own personal yeah. experience we obviously love to document everything everything we've ever done is on married at first sight or the first year or unfiltered or our vlogs on YouTube. I don't know if you guys know, but we have a YouTube channel called Hot Marriage Cool Parents too. We really don't promote it often, but it's honestly just a great way to document life with Henley. And if God forbid something happened to one of us, mm-hmm. Henley will see her mommy and daddy playing with her and how much we love her. So yeah, yeah I, I don't know. And the, but, but Doug's family is so opposed to it. My family's opposed to it. They're just not really, except from Doug and Bonnie. Of course, they're like the biggest you know camera horse <laughs> yeah I'll they love it. the camera uh bonnie fun fact about bonnie she's literally flashed the camera guy when we were shooting married at first sight the first year like no joke flashed and i was like mortified <laughs> i was like oh my god your kids are here and you're in your bra like what are you doing my mom my mom flashes a lot of people yeah give her one glass of wine and she takes off her shirt yes huge areolas <laughs> douglas ew come on <laughs> that's just so gross okay back to this or that Yes. It's okay. supposed to be, how do we always end up talking about deep things? Is it, that's just like what I gravitate towards. Well, we are getting close to the end. Okay. Let's I, give me the, another one. There's the, the next one. I just, I don't understand. So I'm not going to read, read it. Read it. I want to hear it. No, it's so, it's very stupid. I okay. Think. Well, let me hear it. Date someone you love or date someone who loves you. That's not stupid. It is. No, it's not. It's like, do you want to be with someone? Would you prefer to be with someone who you really love that may not love you back? Or would you prefer to be with someone who definitely loves you, but you don't love? That's deep. I like a challenge. So you want someone who doesn't love you. But it doesn't specify that. Maybe that's where I'm getting. But I just specified it for you. Maybe I'm reading too much into. I think that I would date someone that I love. I could see that because in the beginning of our relationship, you loved me and I wasn't. You said you lo- you said I love you first. Well, that's true. I didn't love you immediately. But for like a couple of days, I wasn't in love with you, Doug. And you liked me. You liked me. Yeah, so I had to. You were my wife. <laughs> you didn't have to. You could have divorced. I was me. legally bound to give you a chance. <laughs> that's why. That's why I did married at first sight, so the guy could not get that's away. Right. You you won me over. Uh, I think I'd prefer to date someone. Oh, that one is so hard. I know. I don't because like that one either. Because sometimes it could be super annoying when someone's like totally in love with you. That's true. You know, like just in, like in a really overly obsessive way. Not to bring up anybody from this season again, since we already called out Iris, but Amber. Amber's like so into Matt, but Matt is just like walks all over her. Yeah. I mean, it's almost that. I mean, that's that's the whole idea about the, the chase and, you know, not giving too much, leaving a little mystery. I yeah. don't know. So I guess I would choose someone who I love. At least I know I love them and I'm right. not stuck with someone I don't love. Exactly. Okay. Next one experience the beginning of planet earth or the end of planet earth definitely the beginning that you, seems why you can't stand anywhere whoa dog geez you shot me down so fast so i'm just saying just think about it because in the beginning of earth it's a big bang or something like you can't like how you, cool would it be to witness that but where would you stand i would be in the boat with noah in his ark and all the animals I'm not, I'm not even going to address that. 
Why? What's, what's wrong with that? Because that's the silliest thing. I've ever what? Address it. I don't know. Why is that silly? Because Noah and the animals were there at the beginning of the earth. They were at the beginning, but what happened? So how could you be on a boat in space? Well, what is the beginning of the earth? No one even really knows. It's, it's if you a, believe Darwinism, then it's like a big bang. Yes. But if you believe a, in God and the Bible, he created earth and well, light in the world. Right. Well, and that could have came from a comet or a meteor that hit the earth Which with could, all of the particles and yeah. with the amino acids and, and just the so water you know, Noah, and Noah and his ark and all the animals, eventually they were all thrown onto the world too, relatively around well, the same they, time. They were created on, in the world. Yes. I'm just saying, I know I feel silly for saying that and I want to edit it out of the podcast. But you I'm cannot sh- edit that out of the podcast because that's that. <laughs> I just imagine you sitting there like, oh, yeah, I got a front row seat on Noah's Ark. <laughs> Look at all these animals. This is where we're going to live soon. <laughs> so what do you prefer? The end then? Hell yeah. What? Yes. It's going to be disastrous. Yes. One million percent. Why? Because... Even though it would be a disaster, there would be more to do. Like what? Fight off flames and hurricanes and... Well, no. See, see this is where it gets... Uh, this is where it kind of gets confusing because when you experience the beginning of planet Earth, you're seeing everything kind of grow. But do we only have human... The number of human lives? Like, do we only live to like 90? Well, I mean, I don't know how long we live. You know, no one knows. Then you're, you're only experiencing the first 90 years of Earth. No, they're talking about, I mean, and I say they're talking as if I know who <laughs> who created this. I have no idea. Where did these questions come from? I have no idea. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure they're talking about the very beginning of time, which was like bef- like with the dinosaurs. Yeah, I would like to see that better than the end then. Yeah, see? Okay, next question. There's two more. There's okay, let's two hear Two more questions. Have to sneeze, but not be able to. Or have to have something stuck in your eye for an entire year. Definitely sneeze. I do not want anything stuck in my eye. I think I would rather something stuck in my eye. What? Think about how silly people look when they're about to sneeze and then they don't. Like, huh, huh, huh. Could uh, you imagine doing that all day? I wouldn't care. I, I'd rather be able to like comfortably live and blink and see. Yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be fun to wear uh, like a patch, uh, eye patch and pirate. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather go ha, 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 and just never be able to sneeze. That'd be difficult to sleep. You can sleep with something in your eye. <laughs> All right, Doug, you're not convincing me otherwise. Okay. Well, it's it's your it's your call. That's right. What's the last question I'm dying to know? These are getting so like so wacky. It's like when your favorite TV show is doing really really good on season 1, 2 and 3 and then season 4 comes and you're like this is like so far fetched I can't even watch it anymore. Yeah, or this is this is dragging on for way longer than yeah, it should. Yeah. That's okay. Last question. Be able to whisper only or only be able to shout. <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one. I whisper. Yeah, whisper, but yeah. what if you have bad breath and people have to come by real close to hear from you? Well, you can get a megaphone. Oh, see, you're you're a problem solver, mm-hmm. a solution yeah, there's, finder. There's nothing that could take the shout away except for a pillow. <laughs> You'd have to like scream into a pillow everything you have to say. <laughs> you're right. I like the whisper with a megaphone. Yeah. Together, we would really figure out life, you know? I know. We'd, We'd experience out. the beginning of it from Noah's Ark <laughs> with all the other animals. 
That was really fun, though. It was really fun to have a... What, being on Noah's Ark? No, like this oh. podcast. It was just fun to have like <laughs> a silly game to play. And I'm just, I'm actually kind of surprised by some of your answers. It was really fun, though. It is fun. And I, I think that uh, I'm glad that we both didn't look at the questions beforehand. Yeah, because it would be silly if we had pre-prepared answers. Yes. Pre- pre-prepared? <laughs> I don't know. I'm so tired. Listen, I am so excited for our fertility specialist appointment tomorrow. Yeah, I think it's going to be a major appointment. I really hope that the doctor says it's something super easy, like maybe the progesterone. I think I'm banking on that a little too much. I'm like, hey, like if this is, if because I mean, that's just the easiest fix. Like all you do is take a vaginal suppository of progesterone and then you're pregnant. Well, it makes sense. I mean, the when you got pregnant with Henley, you change your diet, you change your lifestyle, you changed yeah, but a lot of things. I didn't do anything for progesterone. I know, but I'm saying like everything that's opposite of what you did for Henley is what affects your progesterone levels. Right. So, so I think that you're doing everything right now where maybe, you know, maybe the progesterone is back. Well, and if it's not, I can know that and I can just get a supplement, which is fine too. Yeah. That's but the idea of the, that's the idea of the specialist is because Going to these appointments are probably the most frustrating things that you can ever imagine because it's just like, oh yeah, common or that happens sometimes. We don't know why it's that. We don't know why it's this. You have to wait. A it's just, there's never an answer. And, and I'm just hoping that the specialist is not another one of these appointments. It's a fluke and we don't have an yeah, answer for I just you. Hope, Sorry. I hope it's just more concrete stuff yeah. that you know we can take action on rather than just hoping for the best. I 100% agree. So I think that the plan tomorrow, because I know it's a two-hour appointment, so we get there at 11 a.m., and then we're there for two full hours. And then, you know, Gracie's doctor's appointment, her two-year checkup is an hour later. No big deal. But anyways, <laughs> so when we get there, we're, like, supposed to, like, he's supposed to check, like, the like the egg reserve and talk about, like, check my uh, fallopian tubes to make sure there's no blockage and things like that. Does he have to touch me? I don't think so, Doug, <laughs> but I think oh. that he is based on like the little conversation I had over the phone with this, their secretary, he will talk to you about like your history and my history and what medications we're on and like literally our whole entire life to basically try to figure out what it is that could be making us infertile or like sterile. Gotcha. So you might, I mean, I know we already did a sperm test, an at home sperm test, but I think that he might, like it's been, it's been mentioned that he may have you do a, a sperm test. To see, like, maybe, do you have enough sperm? Do I have enough eggs? Like, what is the problem that we're having? I could take the test by myself, though, right? I, he doesn't have to be there. Come on now, <laughs> Doug. Come on. <laughs> You're so silly. But anyways, I'm so excited to finally get answers. I don't know why we didn't do this earlier. I think yeah. I was honestly just 100% in denial. Like, I, I kept on thinking, next month, next month, next month, and... 18 months of that, I'm done. I'm ready yeah. to talk to someone and figure out what the hay is going on. And honestly, Doug, I was saying earlier, and I'll say it again, like if it comes down that one of us are sterile or who knows what, then I would really, really, really like to begin the adoption process before Henley gets too old. I think, I mean, I think it's a last resort. It's not a last resort though. It's in our plan, right? Eventually. I feel like you're stringing me along. You're like, the I'm guy not, who doesn't I, like me, but you're just stringing me along no, with the I'm, adoption thing. Like, you don't really like the adoption, but you're just going to string me along until I decide one day that I really wanted a kid, and then we're going to have a blowout fight. I'm, I'm really not. I just know that there's a lot of time between now and when we would adopt, and a lot can happen between now and then. And it's a decision that I think will come after we 
have our family. So you're like 50-50 on the adoption? Yeah. Because I'm like... I think we both agreed that if if we did adopt, that it would be later. It would be after we had kids well, yeah. or if we couldn't have kids. So I want to get to that point first and then see what's happening. I just don't want to be blindsided at that point and you say, oh, no, I don't want to adopt. No, well, that's why I'm saying I'm 50-50 on it. I'm oh not saying gosh. no, it's not a definite no, but I'm not saying yes, like right now, today. It just would mean a lot to me, I guess. Like, I'm really passionate about it because, like I said, my siblings and I were pretty much in that boat and we weren't bad kids. And I would love to be able to just help another kid that is in that situation. But I don't know if I'd be able to love that kid the same. Well, that's so my plan is that we would foster because we want I would really like to adopt from America. I feel like there are kids right here in America who need love and care so we would foster in our community any of the kids and then we would see, you know, and then if we're, if they went up for adoption, then hopefully we would adopt. That's, that's kind of like my plan. What do you think? I say, we'll see. All right, fine. Well, for those of you guys listening, now that you're here, argue about this. Uh, honestly, I'm not going to lie, Doug, this is the first time that you've given like pushback on adoption. Like up until now, five and a half years in our marriage, you've never given me any 50-50. It was always like, yes, we're having four and adopting two. I have always said we'll see. Yeah, always. But, but you've never. But anyways, we're done arguing on the podcast. So yeah, for those of you guys listening at home, I just wanted to remind you that the Himalaya app is awesome because we're actually able to interact with you right there through the app. It's a free app to download and organize all your podcasts. So yeah, if you wanted to download the Himalaya app and get our podcast a day earlier and be able to talk to us and interact with us right through that same podcast app, then head on over to Himalaya and follow us, Hot Marriage School Parents, and we'd be love. We'd be loving. We'd, we'd be love. No, we would really love, though, to, to chat with you there. Well, speaking of interacting, we always like to give a five-star shout-out. And this shout-out goes to Lux of Lynn. Very informative. Five stars. This podcast episode will help a lot of people with infertility issues. And I'm happy you shared this information. Can't wait to hear Jamie's results. Me too. Thank you, Lux of Lynn. Or it could be Luxo Flynn, but Lux of Lynn probably. <laughs> You're so funny. Yeah, no, thank you so much for that five-star review. We tell you guys all the time, so I, don't, I hope you don't get sick of hearing it, but we genuinely love getting your five-star reviews and hearing your feedback and just knowing that you're enjoying the podcast. It's becoming, a, it's, it's a top podcast, which we are so proud of because we put a lot of time and effort into it. It's six months old. And we're excited to keep going with it. So until next week, and by next week, we will definitely give you an update on what the doctor had to say and all of that jazz. So yeah, we're excited to chat with you guys next week. We'll see you then. See you next week. Bye. We love you. Love you. Why did you say that so weird? See you next week. Because it sounds like that's how we should end it. See you next week. Yeah. I didn't say it like that. (laughs) You're such a weirdo. I love you. All right. Bye, guys. We love you. (laughs) 